With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to Celtic 3 Rangers now here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. I'm your host Scott Carney and joining me for this rather fun episode is Ryan Haymarsh. Ryan mate, a stupid question but how are you doing? Absolutely shite. <laughs> oh god mate, uh, yeah look we are, I'm not even going to try and give the team any sort of justification and try and break the game down, that's not going to happen tonight. We are just going to bring you our initial reaction to this. This will be a, a much shorter pod than, than usual. Um, Gio got it wrong tonight, uh, and that's me summing up this podcast in one statement. Um, I'm not I'm not saying in particular that it was the team that he got wrong, but the tactics, the, the tactics he decided to do tonight didn't work. Uh, it was a a mess really from the absolute start. Ryan, the team tonight was no real shock. I don't think. Obviously, you had said about the you you were you're putting your your bets on it and starting, but Kamar Roof started. Apart from that, it was the team we all pretty much expected. So, was there a great shock to you, or were you more than happy to see the the lineup the way it was? When the the lineup was, I was. Pretty much delighted with because I think it's worth. I think that was our strongest team, and um, probably not what people want to hear just now. But I think that was our strongest team that we could have put out tonight. Um, with, with what's available to Geo, um, minus minus maybe Ramsey if Ramsey was fit. But in terms of players who were fit, I think that's the strongest team we could have put out tonight, and that's the uh, one of the, the most disappointing aspects of tonight. But yeah, um, Roof was the one I thought he would play it and. Not that I wanted it to play. I just thought he was going to play it because he'd played the past two games. Um, so, yeah, I was pleased to see Ruth in the starting lineup, And um, I was pleased to see Arfield and, and Kamara in midfield. And 
and I was pleased with the defence. So yeah, in terms of the lineup, Scott, I was happy with it. I think that's where the happiness ended tonight. <laughs> yes, mate. Uh, look, a lot of people are going to disagree with what I'm going to have to say on this podcast. I don't think there's really any any great doubt in that, uh, and it's going to hurt a lot of people. But I'm going to give somebody from the other side of the city a bit of credit. Uh, in terms of the way the game went, Ange Postacoglu got it correct. Uh, he he got his game tactics right. He read what Rangers were going to do, uh, and, and he was spot on. Uh, there is not really any great doubt about that. If you disagree with that, I'm not sure you were watching the same game as I was, uh, and I don't really like to be this controversial on this podcast, but this one tonight was a, a bit of a an eye-opening to me. Um, I think... It's it's quite easy to just look at the stats that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has put in since taking over as Rangers manager. I don't particularly disagree with the team. Um, we'll come on to the second half, mate, where things changed. There's a number of things that could have happened in the second half where the game did change. Um, but my biggest frustration to take from that first half, and I'm not going to break down every single goal, we'll maybe talk about individual players, but my biggest frustration in that first half is the way the game happened at the start. I think Rangers tried to weather the storm because they knew Celtic, what Celtic were going to do. In my personal opinion, that's not the worst thing to try and do. Uh, but when you can see the goal and you continue to then continue to do the same thing that's not working, I can't cope with that. There was Rangers did not adapt to anything at all, and too many players had tonight. Oh, too many players had an understatement, Carney. Um, we just we knew how they would. I think it was Alan who said it. We knew they would come out of the box flying. They're a hungry team. They've been desperate for this game to, to with the fans inside. And obviously, we had no fans either. Not that that would made much difference. But we knew they were going to come flying out the blocks. <clears throat> I had a numerous conversations with people saying we need to keep the score level in the first five, ten minutes just to quieten that crowd down because the place will be bouncing. They've not had an old firm game for ages. So we knew the place would be bouncing. God, we played into their hands. The players' application, the, the application or attitude was so wrong. I think it was like the first couple of minutes, the ball fell over the far side from the obviously the camera view. And I think it was Kamara and Aribo maybe and both of them kind of shit out the challenge. And in an old firm game that sets the tone straight away. If you shit out the first tackle or if you make the first tackle, it sets the tone. We've seen it so many times in old firm games. And the crowd, Celtic come away with the ball and the crowd just it's electric round about the, the stadium. And the players feed off that. They know that they're there for the taking. If they're if that if they're not going by the right attitude the first couple of minutes, then the ball's there to be won and the game's there to be won. And um, yes, it, do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Gerard's first game at Ibrox, um, first old firm game at Ibrox. I think it was Jack that scored. We were relentless, pressing the ball, hungry, just creating chance after chance and basically hammering them. And that's exactly what happened to us tonight. We come up against a hungry, hungry animal. We did, mate. Yes, we did. Uh, and as I say, it's not often I will give... Celtic credit, or maybe not Celtic, just and Postacoglu, the way they had his, his players lined up and fired up, uh, it caused us real problems. The way that their fullbacks were coming forward, we couldn't cope with it. It was disrupting our shape. We were getting left isolated on the wings far too many times. It wasn't helped for the fact that Borna Barisic put in his worst performance in, in a 45 minutes 
that I've seen, Borna Barisic too, he was awful. Uh, and James Tavernier was also awful. But, uh, but if I'm going to stick on the fullbacks, Tav, I don't think Tav made a pass that entire match. Uh, he was he was honestly shocking. Uh, and he's not even the worst that I, I'm, I'm going to come on to. Uh, in terms of the second goal, mate, when it happened, it was... They tried that move about four or five times before it happened and they continuously get dragged into it. Bassey was all over the place. Kent was nowhere near his man. Kamara standing watching the ball. Aribo's nowhere near his man as well. It's a good finish from a lad. I'm not going to say it's not. It really is a good finish. Uh, and they make it 2-0 and the third goal was just a fucking calamity, man. <laughs> Barisic doesn't once look at his man running behind him. Uh, it's just a shocker. It really is an absolute shocker. Uh, and the only thing I thought at the, the, the end of the half, mate, is that the criticism that came of Alan McGregor was unjustified because he kept that score line. You can't even call it respectable 3-0 at half time, but he stopped it from being a fucking cricket score. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of people would have been thinking that during the game. People that have may have been over the top with their criticism. Obviously, I backed him on the last podcast and I said I, I didn't like the some of the comments, some of the criticism he was getting. I totally understand the frustration from the fans. I do. Sometimes it's over the top. It is, and, and we'll hear it in the pod or the comments tonight and people get slaughtered and sell this guy, sell that guy. Alan McGregor's a legend with us and he didn't deserve that. Um, so he played he played his part tonight. He did, he, he did what he had to do. Um, I don't think you would have given him a chance for any of the goals. But, um, yeah, Alan McGregor, Alan McGregor showed why he's our number one. Yes, and as I say, I'm not trying to sit here making excuses for it because there isn't really a, a, an excuse for it. We were we were outdone by a team that wanted it more than we did. There are too many players on that team that just didn't do it for me tonight. And I'm pretty sure I'm not alone on the one in thinking that. Obviously, half time we make the changes, mate. Um, Ryan Jack comes on, Sakala comes on um, for Diallo, who was missing in action the entire first half. And again, maybe that's a bit, critic, a bit too harsh on him, but he just he didn't deal with the occasion, didn't deal with the, his man, and couldn't get himself involved in the game. And uh, Barisic come off for Balogun. Balogun come on and play centre half, and Bashi moved to left back. I think that's where my criticism got even worse of Van Bronckhurst, mate, because if Balogun was fit, why did you not play him? And if Ryan Jack is fit enough, he does not get dropped out of that team now. Now, I know in the second half, Celtic had the game won. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that the game was still there to be won for Rangers because it wasn't. Uh, the game was over. Celtic had, had secured their win in the first half and all they did was burst their gut for 45 minutes. And in the second half, mate, they looked tired. Celtic didn't look the same team they were in the first, whether it was a choice, whether it was just physicality, I'm not sure. I'm not here to pass judgment on that because they done enough in the first half, so it's really irrelevant what what their decision was at that point. But the composure that Ryan Jack showed, uh, even in tight moments, is everything that we've been missing to hold that kind of holding midfield role down. And that's before I get to arguably our best player of the season. Um, tonight he was completely anonymous, uh, Joe Aribo. Uh, Ali will probably not like me getting stuck into him, but he was almost worse than a man down tonight, Joe Aribo. Um, I, I know I've went off on all sorts of tangent there, there Ryan, but can you <laughs> can you disagree with anything that I've just said? 
Right, where did we start there? Uh... I know, my God <laughs> almighty. That was horrible. That's because everything's just coming back to me. You just think, no. you're thinking yourself through the game and you're going, oh, that was poor and that was poor, that was poor. Listen, see that, yeah, the second half, they burned out or sat back, whatever it was, the game was won. It was over. Yeah. Um, unless we scored an early goal and there was some sort of miraculous comeback, then nah, I, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it with the Rangers players' attitude. And we've already seen this this team down 3-0. And we know what we've said in the dressing room at halftime that the game was over, so I wasn't expecting it. And that's pure to say, but I wasn't. Um, Jack. Jack was a breath of fresh air when he came on. The player that we know he is. Like I, like I said, what I've heard is it's his recovery. I think everything's fine when he's on the pitch. It's his recovery after a game that they're worried about. But by God, he just looked like he looked on... Was it Saturday? Come on. Was it Saturday? No, it was a home game, the last home game we played. His, t- his touch is just there. He's, he looks as if he's never been out of the team. Yeah. Um, and he had that He had that shot. He was also he was moving the ball quickly and passing the ball forward. He was doing that, playing it in the channel. Just everything you want to see if you're centre midfield and he showed any centre midfield in that Rangers team how to play and how to play in an old firm game. And yes, Celtic had the game won and they had burned out. But he still did his job and he goes straight into the team on, on Sunday for me. There's there's absolutely no doubt about that. Uh, where did we go? Where did we go after Jack Carl? Joe, I think I think Joe Aribo, Aribo. maybe. Yeah, I wanted my say on him as well. I thought Joe Aribo was uh let me choose my words carefully here. Very disappointing. I thought he was very disappointing tonight because I thought he had. I thought um when we were breaking forward, he was dropping dropping back and covering for Say if it was uh, if it was Bassi or or Borna, he was dropping in and covering from them. I don't want to see you covering for them doing we're three 0 down to Celtic. I want to see you, our most creative player, up the pitch and getting involved and putting your foot in. I thought he was really disappointing tonight, Joe Rebo, but plenty of credit in the bank. He's been outstanding this season, but we were excited to see him coming back for the for the old firm game, and he did not turn up. He did not turn up. No, he, he certainly did not. He, he, he was very frustrating tonight. Uh, probably n- none more so than maybe James Tavernier. And I hate doing this to Tav because I I'm a, I, I like Tavernier. I'm not one of these people that, that screams the criticism to Tavernier, but he was so poor in every part of his game tonight. He struggled to read what Jota was going to do. He struggled to stop crosses, he struggled to pass the ball, he struggled struggled to control the game the way that you would expect your captain to do. Uh, and as a criticism, and I'm maybe being a wee bit harsh. And I, I don't know, I don't know, I'd say I don't know whether the, the effects of the first half just can obviously shell shocked the whole team. Um I said before we started recording mate, I was shell shocked when we signed Aaron Ramsey. I was fucking shell shocked when it went three nothing. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, just one of those um games and I can't I can't criticize decisions. I can't criticize anything that Celtic done. They they got it correct. We didn't they wanted it more. We didn't look like we wanted it and that's that is that is what it is. I mean even Kamar Roof mate we all wanted them to start. The way the first half went, there was no chance for him to get in the game. It was impossible for him to do anything. No, nah, I wouldn't criticise. I wouldn't criticise Ruth. Um, like I say, I don't think anyone will be or avoid criticism from the Rangers fans. You, you know what it's like, and yeah. a lot of them deserve it. 
for me, Ruth, I wouldn't criticise him because he had a hard role to play. As a role that he doesn't, he doesn't play that lone striker for us. Alfie's the, the only one that plays it for us. So we always struggle when Alfie's not available. We always struggle to replace that lone striker, that man that will link up the play. Nah, I'm not going to give him pass marks, but I'm not going to criticise him either. It was a, it was just a tough night for him. And uh, probably I would say the same for Ahmad Diallo, I think. I think the occasion got the better of Ahmad Diallo. I think I you could agree. see yeah. he looked very, very young and very, would you say, Aye, he did. He did. When he got the ball, he just wasn't playing football the way you play football. He was just, yeah, caught in, caught in, caught in the headlights a bit. Um, but yeah, he, he probably just avoids any criticism with me as well. In all honesty, mate, I think that the biggest criticism is going to come from Bronckhurst way. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the, the way that most people are going to go. Look, and there is players that deserve the criticism tonight. There's no doubt about it. A lot of, a lot of the players that we would expect to stand up to the plate didn't do it. Uh, and it's very disappointing. Of course it is. And we always, I've always said, mate, I, I didn't start this podcast. I always do podcast when things were good so I know what's about to come our way mate and I'm fully expected I fully expect it to come and I'm more than happy to take this one on the chin but it's not good enough and we we, we all know it's not good enough it's it was the first half was it was pathetic if we're going to be ruthless it was absolutely pathetic uh, it was everything that we expected as fans for Celtic to, to do and we didn't respond to it and Yes, players didn't show up, but the manager has to do more to, to change things, to show things up. For example, if Kent's, if um, Ryan Jack's fit enough to play, you play him. If Balogun's fit enough to play, you play him. He's a, he's a, he's a centre-half. And that's not real any great criticism on Bassey. Bassey got pulled left, right and centre tonight. You had no idea where he was meant to be playing. He was all over the place. But he's not a centre-back. I think we are getting drawn into thinking that Bassey is a centre-back. He isn't yeah. a centre-back. Bargains fit you play them. It's really as simple, as simple as that. Look, Ryan, they go top. There's one point in it. The league has got a long, long way to go. The league is by no means over. However, if we're if we're being honest, we've probably seen it coming. <laughs> well, I said to you um, before we started recording, and I will get slaughtered for this, and I'll take it. This has been coming for months. A pumping list has been coming for months. If you think back, when Gio took this team over, we were 3-0 down to Hibs at Hamden. This team, before Gio even had spoken to any of them, were 3-0 down to Hibernian and made Martin Boyle look like Benzema. That's where we were. That's the team Gerard left and we can all sugarcoat what Gerard left. That's where we were. We then went on, we had the manager bounce, the new manager bounce with Gio, and before MD thinks I'm I'm back in Gio, Gio got it wrong tonight, he did, and he's too defensive with us at the moment, and he needs to learn quickly that that's not how we are. And unless you've got great defenders and great fullbacks, you will not win, will not win games if we're playing defensively like that. This will come about again. This kind of defeat will come about again if he continues to play defensively. Like but again, we were down 2-0 to Aberdeen and could have been 3-0 at home. Ibrox that night, this has been coming. And if we're all honest with ourselves, it's been coming. So there's a, a lot of honest conversations got to be had in that dressing room and yep. a lot of reflection. If players want to want to win this league, they need to show the stomach, 
show the fight, show the heart and the determination that won them a contract at Rangers and not just go about their business. Uh, couldn't agree more, mate. It's very well put. I can't add much more to that. I just think it's rather disappointing when you expect your, your big hitters within the team, uh, Ryan Kent, Joe Rebo, to have your captain to stand up and be counted. They weren't tonight. Uh, they really weren't. And they've they've let themselves down. They've let us down, uh, as as you would as you would expect. It's a, it's a sore one to take, guys. I mean, it's not, nobody want no side of the old firm wants to be 3-0 down at halftime, mate. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, a massive reality check for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. He has to, as you say, mate, he has to have these conversations with the players now. How much do you want this and how much do you want to be here? I would expect quite a few changes to happen. It's obviously quite a knee-jerk reaction for me to have, but this is not long after the game. Um, so, yeah, it's not it's not ideal. But, I mean, the league isn't over. That's the only thing that I take from it. There is only one point in it just now, but this is becoming a lot closer than we all probably thought it should have been. Uh, and I'll still stand by, and I'll get, probably get slaughtered for this as well, off the moon howlers, that we've got a better squad than them. We've got better players than them. But tonight, they were hungrier than us, as you said at the start, mate, and they thoroughly deserved to win. Uh, and I think that's as honest as I can be about that. We didn't deserve anything out of that game, if we're going to be brutally honest. Ryan, never easy to do this, mate. Any final thoughts before we wrap this up and get out of here? <laughs> get out of here, indeed. And I still can't believe that I've chosen to, to come off the drink. This is, uh, yeah. it's been a challenge tonight, I'll tell you. Um, nah, Rangers did not turn up today. The better team won. Um, convincingly, could have been a lot more. I think you could... Uh, Scan scan their podcast probably for for hours on end from last season and they'd probably never admit that we were the better team. But yeah, we would admit that they were the better team tonight, the hungrier team. But like I said in the last podcast, when we were when we were saying our, our goodbyes and what we thought would happen, I said if Celtic Celtic get the result tonight, don't panic because we have recruited well and I still believe we've recruited well. We've got a great player sitting in that stand. He will play. He will come on and play, and he will make a difference to Rangers. Alan Diallo is a good player as well. We've create, uh, recruited well, and players need to have a look at themselves, and Gio needs to make changes. And I think we'll kick on. I do believe it. I hope so, mate. I hope it's the the boot up the arse that we need, uh, and I hope it's the. I hope Gio's brave. That's what I'm going to say. Is I hope I hope he's brave now because a, a lot of people deserve the. I deserve a wee a bit of a wake up call because tonight's not good enough. And as I said before we recorded as well, mate, this is all my fault. I'm more than happy to take this on the chin. I didn't drink the entire month of January. The first night I decided to drink, it's the old farm game, and we get absolutely turned over. So yes, look, it's one of the nights tonight. Uh, there's a lot to learn from tonight. I think Gio's going to. I hope Gio is going to learn a lot from tonight. Uh, but we, we have to pick ourselves up and go go again. There's only one point in it. We, we're well, there's a title race happening now, uh, which is a shame. It shouldn't really be like that, in my personal opinion, but there is now a title race, and I can imagine this one's going to go pretty close. Ryan, I thankless task doing these pods, mate, um, but thank you very much for coming on. Uh, no worries, mate. We'll, we'll dust ourselves off and get on with it. And Rangers play on Sunday. I'm looking forward to going to Ibrooks. I'm looking forward to seeing Ivan Ramsey at Ibrooks on Sunday. So, um, yeah, dust ourselves off and get three points on Sunday, mate. Definitely. Something to look forward to. Aaron Ramsey and the Rangers truck will all look forward to that. So, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We'll speak to you all next time. Cheers.
Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.